a very dark time, so you can't leave the home. And yeah. what do you like? Except eight hours sleeping. So the rest time, what will you do? So for me, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I at that time I can't watch screen because what what screen will make my symptoms like heart palpitations, like nauseous flares up. So I only can do like listen. Yeah. So, so I tap the long code on podcast. So some programs, including your program, come up. So like the whole day, I keep listening, keep listening, keep listening, and like to make me believe I can recover someday. Hi everybody, this is Sarah, the Long Core Yogi, and you're listening to the Long COVID Hope Podcast, the COVID podcast that tells the more hopeful stories of people with Long COVID. The Long COVID Hope Podcast is created by a mostly former Long COVID sufferer, myself, for people with Long COVID, allies of people with Long COVID, and anyone else who's interested in learning about Long COVID from the true experts, the people with lived experience of the condition. Today I'm speaking with Jerry, who is a high school teacher teaching languages and is originally from China and currently living in Otiorua, New Zealand. Jerry, um, we discuss many aspects of the pandemic from the Chinese and New Zealand perspectives. Um, and then we discuss how he unfortunately caught COVID despite um, careful masking and other precautions in his school. He still caught COVID um, from a student in um, mid-2022. Um, and then despite being fully vaccinated, he unfortunately progressed into a long COVID condition. So in this interview, we discuss the different aspects of Jerry's condition, which was primarily based around um, heart palpitations and POPs symptoms in, in particular, and also some neurological um, symptoms. So the POPs is neurological too. <laughs> um, and then we um, he talks about how he found a cardiologist who understands POPs, which really helped and his different processes, and how, in fact, this podcast helped him to um, steer him in the right direction, which I am so thrilled about. Um, how amazing is that? I'm, I'm so glad that I've managed to help at least one person out there um, do a little bit better with uh, managing their long COVID condition. So without more ado, let's get started. Hi, Jerry. Welcome to the Long COVID Hope podcast. Coming all the way from New Zealand, the other side of the world to me. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. Good, good. Hi, Sarah. I'm good. How are you? I, I'm pretty good myself, thank you. Um, so would you like to start by introducing yourself, where you are, where you're from, and um, what you do for work? Um, I'm uh, originally from China, and uh, six years ago, I moved to Aotearoa, uh, New Zealand. So like permanently live here and uh, in Auckland. So the biggest city in New Zealand. 
and uh, I was a secondary school teacher um, teaching languages in a um, boys' school. Yeah, so it's about little about me. Yeah. Great. Do you teach Chinese then, like Mandarin in languages? I, or... I taught Korean, Chinese, and Japanese. Well, okay. <laughs> Yeah, so, you, you, you've got lots of languages then. <laughs> yeah, Amazing. so yeah, yeah, here in secondary school, they have the sub languages are like uh, optional subjects. So, like, some students, yeah, choose this subject, that's why I teach them. Yeah, right, great. And could I ask actually, before, like, just I'm sure people listening are kind of curious, like, what, what brought you to New Zealand or to Otterbury, New Zealand from China originally? Like, what? What drew you to that? First of all, I think the pure uh, environment, like the the blue, you know, yeah. So the environment is very beautiful in Aotearoa. Uh, yes. Yeah. Compared to other countries. Yeah. Also, the people are really nice. The Kiwis are very, very, yeah. I first traveled to here and when yeah, walk on the street, the people say, hi, how are you? It's a very, very nice. Yeah, so I really love the country. And I studied here and then applied for the um, um, permanent residency. So yeah, so permanently live in New Zealand. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, I have, I, I've actually visited New Zealand. My my mum used to live in Auckland <laughs> for a few years. Oh. So I do, uh, I do know it a little bit. Um, and it is, yeah, stunning country, magnificent uh, scenery, and it's very, um, like, not polluted. It's very clean air and everything. Yeah. yeah. We'll come to New Zealand in the future if you have free time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I, I would do 100%. <laughs> Great. Um, Okay, well, before we start talking about your COVID experience for yourself, mm. your um, acute COVID and long COVID journey, I'm just curious. I, I haven't, I don't know if I've spoken to someone from like a Chinese person <laughs> before um, since the pandemic, and I'm kind of curious if you have anything you'd like to share about like the pandemic from the Chinese perspective. And it's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, I. Like at the very beginning of the pandemic, I I was at that I was uh, like just travel back to China at the 2020 January. So right. when it broke out, I was just in China. So at that period, we totally in lockdown. That lockdown is uh, very different. It's like everyone need, need to stay at home. So we yes. like the zero tolerance policy. So yeah, um, I think that time is the January twenty twenty, and uh, um, but it's very hard to control the virus. I mean, it's yes. very quick to spread to, to a lot of cities, and then I feel a quite bit uh, stressful because yes. I can't like yeah like oh the virus is very next to door. It's very easy to catch the virus. So I, in February, I traveled to New Zealand. So at that time, New Zealand didn't have any um, coronavirus cases. So it's very like peaceful and feels like a different world. Traveled from China to New Zealand. So yeah. in China, they, we all stay at home 
and are very serious to the virus. And uh, um, but in New Zealand, they yeah they feel like really different. Yeah, so um, I like self quarantined about fourteen days, and then like um, yeah, start to work. And uh, but unfortunately, from March, New Zealand also got the cases came out, and, and uh, we went to straightforwardly went to lockdown. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Fascinating. So you you like yeah, it's really interesting to speak to someone who was like right there at the beginning yeah. in China, and it's actually you're fortunate that you were able to get get like leave the country. I imagine with the, such yeah. a strict lockdown and everything that was happening. Very strict lockdown at the beginning, and uh, because I'm like I had the work here, so if I don't like come back, I will lose my job. So yes. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I traveled back in February. And uh, yeah, so so it's quite hard to travel back because at that time a lot of uh, yeah, it's very hard to travel out of China at that period. Yes, and you know, obviously the the whole world has watched with interest about the how China has handled uh, the pandemic response, and obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, in China, there's been the strictest and the longest uh, lockdowns of any nation, I believe. Um, so, yeah, and, and and then at the same time, recently they decided to to basically ease it all, and then there's been a lot of yeah. cases. So yeah, now in China is a very like uh, like like people living the normal lives. Yeah, yes. so it's not anymore. And a very, I talked to my friend in China, so they like, um, they like the COVID is a very like is not taking it very serious now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, that sounds similar to UK, I suppose. Like, um, I think everybody, um, around the world, well, not everybody. <laughs> Obviously, people with long long COVID have a different perspective on it, of course. But <laughs> a lot, like the general public around the world, yeah. seem to have like decided, okay. Um, time to relax is it like whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and in China too like, I guess like yeah. um, I mean China did marvelously well at uh, suppressing uh, the virus and having very few cases and a few deaths which is obviously yeah. commendable um, yeah. but um, it must it must have been hard for the citizens yeah very hard deal. so like yeah so like count to uh, yeah so you're f- like you um, sometimes it's really not convenient but I think it did in New Zealand, yeah, at the very first in March. So we like locked down at home and we are only allowed to go to the supermarket and uh, like uh, one like one family, one people can go to the supermarket to buy the grocery. Yeah, mm-hmm. so like, but I'm very like, I think at that time I'm very lucky in New Zealand. So yeah, like... I mean, New Zealand, I mean, I, 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 I've wished a long time that I was in New Zealand, <laughs> given the, 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 it seemed like a really smart, careful pandemic response. I wish, yeah. like, if, if, if we had locked down in the UK on the 1st of March, then mm-hmm. I wouldn't have caught COVID and neither would, like, many, many long haulers from the first wave here, because we, we locked down late, in, yeah. in my opinion, at least. <laughs> yeah, so in New yeah. Zealand, we are very, very... Like we had two months, oh no, two 
two months like level four lockdown. So like very strict. And、uh, yes. I think TV is like very good listening. So we follow the rules, and、yes. so there no yeah. yeah no COVID. Yeah, so like for a long time, yeah. Yeah, and that must have been great. It,、um, so、um, clearly, you didn't catch COVID for a while. Then, like、yeah. you were, you were relatively safe, and、um, obviously, New Zealand was very careful. So,、uh, what happened when you when you actually caught COVID? When was that? I like in New Zealand. I don't like compared to other country. We are lucky, very lucky. So, like I had the the fully vaccinated before I got COVID.、Mm-hmm. So, like、um, I was a secondary school teacher, so I got COVID definitely from school. So、yes. I still remember that the the child came to me, sir. I'm not feeling good. So and then he. Start coughing at me, yeah. So like I still remember the boy, uh, yeah, and um,、uh, yeah, and then he like、uh, test positive, and、uh, then away from the school for two weeks, and、uh, yeah. So and、uh, after like after five days, I start to develop the COVID symptoms, the high temperature. And、uh, like、um, the headache, and the sore throat, and the bad cough. Um,、mm. but、mm. my symptoms is not like make me to the hospital. It's just three days, and then I started to improve. Yeah. And the、uh, like, um, but I thought COVID is just a flu. So at the day, I think it's the day five or day six. I don't. I think I recovered. So I did the heat. Do you know the heat? H i t t. The h i t t. I know what's that. <laughs> it's a very competitive sport. Like, oh right. Yes.、Yeah, so, so you pushed、I、your body, that... doing lots of exercise, and this is day six. Since... Day six. Oh、yeah. my goodness! I, I still can't、okay. recover. No temperature, no、yeah. coughing, no no sniffing, and I feel I recovered. So yeah, I mean, obviously, you must have felt like, well, you're fully vaccinated, and there's and it was mild, and I, I imagine you must have retested, and it didn't come up positive. And so, did you feel like it would be fine、yeah. <laughs> to to go and do the? Why I、yeah. did the heat? So like.、Uh, Um, but I developed the palpitations. But I thought it's just a temporary, so I ignore it. And the day seven, I like、um, I feel it fine. So I go, I went back to work. Right. And、uh, yeah, so from that point,、uh, I mean, like a day seven, I I tested myself is negative. And then on、uh, next Monday is the day eight, so I went back to work, and the long COVID journey started from、uh, my day eight. Yeah. Wow, I'm so sorry to hear this. And、um, so let, let's just rewind a second. When, when was this exactly? What month? Is that two thousand twenty two? Right. Ah,、uh, June. Yeah, June twenty twenty two. June twenty eight is the, the time I got COVID, so I developed the long COVID symptoms. 
symptoms from、uh, July fifth. Right. Yeah, fully、yes. vaccinated, and um, and、uh, were, were there any precautions, by the way, as as a as a school teacher, was was there any masking in school? Were there any ventilation? Like, were there any precautions?、Um, I'm wearing the mask. Um,、mm. at that time, I was wearing the mask, but the student keep coughing, coughing. Oh, I can't breathe. And okay, you can take off your mask, and you can talk to me, and then I'm not believe the child. Because it's not his fault; it's the virus fault. So, oh like, no, of course.、Yeah. I mean, it's nobody's、yeah. fault, is it? You know,、yeah. we're just trying our best against this like deadly,、yeah. dis- disabling virus. And、yes. yeah, absolutely. And wow! So, despite the fact that you were fully vaccinated, wearing a mask, and the pupils were wearing masks, apart from to remove it because he couldn't breathe.、Mm-hmm. And you still go, like that's yeah, that's very frustrating. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like I'm if I'm like back, like I have the time machine and travel back, I will not allow myself to do the sport at the day six to push my body to like. No,、yeah. no. I mean, it's so it's really a common story, whether it's. Day six or day sixty、uh, since since the original acute infection,、um, like strong exercise or any kind of activity that's vigorous, whether it's gardening or whatever,、um, can push the body too far and then go into the chronic chronic illness state. It's yeah. Yeah, I've heard it so many times, unfortunately. Oh yeah,、uh, so I didn't. I don't know what is the long COVID before. Yeah. Right. At that time, like I thought I will die, so I went to like emergency department two times. Yes. Yeah. So the doctor checked, all normal, you are healthy, and、uh, where you in here, and、uh, they prescribed me the sleeping pills, and、right. uh, send me back home. But you know, at the first, my long COVID symptoms are not very debilitating. I can work, I can do the full time job, I can still do the cooking, I can still do the、uh, like exercise. I mean, just the walking exercise. Right. So, like, start is like my health condition. I mean, long COVID symptoms worse and worse after. Two months, so、right. totally like bad bomb. So at first, you said you had、um, palpitations. Oh,、yeah. w- w- was that the main symptom you were experiencing? Were, were there other symptoms at that time? Before it got at that、worse? time, I only had the palpitations and uh,、um, and uh, or like a pulse pulse symptoms, like a standing intolerance. So like、yes. if I my heart rate will go to one hundred something. Yeah. If I was down, it's like sixty. It's like normal heart rate. Yeah. But I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. To the cardiologist, and they check my heart. Did the the stress echo? All the tests are normal. So my cardio, my first cardiologist encouraged me to do more sports. Oh my. Wow, and it's like obviously not every cardiologist knows about、um, you know postural、um, orthostatic intolerance, POTS, and dysautonomia. The fact that when when we're standing, 
the you know the heart rate goes up and up and up and and the blood pressure can drop but like i mean i don't know why uh, many cardiologists don't really know about this condition but it seems like they not everyone does which is obviously you were given the wrong advice to keep exercising and then so so you were kept going despite feeling a bit strange in your chest and things were not right you kept trying working exercising and then you said at a two-month point it got much worse Yeah. Yeah, it's like two yeah, I August the second time I went to the emergency department. So totally like yeah, like a bad bound person. Yeah. So Uh, at the first, my long COVID symptoms, it's not that bad. It, I can do full-time job, do the cookings and do like exercise after work. But I push myself like step by step, followed by the teacher, uh, no, the doctor's advice. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I... and and so did it develop into like a like a full-on like crash like did you have like a lot of fatigue then you said you, you were bed bound in bed Yeah, like neurological, like the vibrations inside and yes also the gut problems. I went to like, oh, I saw the neurologist, the gut specialist. What's the, you know, all the spello specialists I went to, like they check the all normal. Yeah, so, but I lost 15 kgs during the three months. So Yes, 15 I did kilos all is a that lot. up. Yeah, Yeah. I did a good order check, but all normal. See. <laughs> So, I mean, I, 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 I do know uh, there's someone very vocal in um, in New Zealand who's had long COVID since the first wave, and um, I won't mention her name because she doesn't want to be mentioned. But um, I know from her that um, the the long COVID response in New Zealand is like almost non-existent or non-existent, and I guess because there there because there were few COVID cases. early on in the pandemic then there weren't that many long haulers until a point and so the is it right that the healthcare just isn't very engaged in long covid and chronic illness Yeah, I, I thought I like the like the doctor thought I, I, I my mind is crazy. I have the like depression or what is anxiety. So I told them I'm 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 a like a registered teacher. I'm I was a very I don't have that you know I I was a like a badminton player before, so I don't have that like anxiety depression. I promise. Yeah, so, Yeah. yeah, but the, I, I can't help you. I can't help you. So I feel more frustrated and, like, like make my symptoms worse and worse. Ah, <sighs> it's it's so upsetting that even in uh twenty twenty two. there's still so much medical gaslighting and like saying it's psychological not actually in the physical body oh i'm so sorry that happened it's really for me that actually like looking back on it all now the the, the medical gaslighting was one of the most traumatic aspects of, of of this experience at least for me it was um it's Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible when you're not listened to and not not believed or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, yeah, so...
I, okay. I'm lucky I got my second cardiologist. Mm -hmm. So she is like a specialist in port. So Good. she, yeah, she yes. gave me all the like correct information. And she told me, you are fine. You will recover. You will be back to the court to be the best badminton player in the future. So your heart is fine. Just your neurological issues. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, I'm, I'm glad you found somebody <laughs> in, in, um, in New Zealand that, that, you know, had that the right information then. And so was uh, the, your second cardiologist, did she give you any treatment for the, the POTS or? It's not like a treatment. It's like, um, I, I saw her in October. So like four months after I got COVID. So like I saw her in October, she examined me the stress echo and also a lot of ECGs. And uh, he she prescribed me the Nadolo to help me can stand up for yes. five minutes because before I only can stand up like two minutes and uh, I need to sit down. But like, I'm on the medication about one month. So my heart rate back to like quite yeah, the slower and slower, like a standing up rate, the heart rate. So the Nadalo helped me a lot out of the fight, uh, fight and flight model. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. Oh, that's good that um, you got the right medication. It really made a difference. Um, mm. It can do like obviously some some uh, dysautonomia is easier to treat with medication than others, and everyone's different, right? But I'm glad then that that kind of settled things down for you. And did you start to feel a little bit better when the medication was working? Then, yeah, the yeah. beta blocker really helped me because, like, if like I feel very like uh, anxious, like feels like to want to run away at any time. So feel like someone is like at my back and use a knife to want to like, yeah, to hurt me. So that feeling, it feels, yeah. But if I'm, after eating the beta blockers, I feel much more um, better. Yeah, I'm glad I have the second cardiologist. Let me yes. know what's wrong with me. It's not like I'm all the things is from my mind. Yeah, it's really something caused by the COVID virus. Yes, good. And did you also talk about lifestyle um, changes like um, increasing fluids and salts and and other things you can do to help? Oh yes, and also she suggests me uh, cut off gluten. What's and uh, cut, cut off gluten. Oh yeah. Okay. Because yeah, like gluten, uh, yes. Yeah, cut off the carbs, and yeah. because you know I'm originally from China, so I really like eat noodles, dumplings. So they are all made of the flowers. So yes. they have a lot of gluten. You know, the more I eat, the more dairy I have. So I don't know why the gluten side, but she told me, cut off gluten, you will see the difference. Okay, and did, do you think you did see a difference? Yeah, I, I saw the difference. So my gut now is like quite normal. I can eat, yeah, I almost can eat every food I want. 
but before the little bit like um little bit gluten or little bit fruits can like make my stomach very very upset the whole day Yes, yes. I mean, that was my experience too. I mean, I got there, it took a while for me to get there and I went to the whole keto diet first. <laughs> um, but I think what actually helped me most in the keto journey was was the cutting out gluten. Because obviously you cut out carbs in entirety, <laughs> then you're cutting out all the gluten. And now, and now I still am I'm gluten free. And if, and if I have something that has a little bit of gluten because sometimes you know you have a cheat day or whatever and you just think oh whatever I'm just going to do anyway and then, and then it comes back the the GI symptoms kind of reoccur and I'm like oh no I shouldn't have done that <laughs> so clearly yeah um like yeah going gluten-free um, helped me and sounds like it helped you too then Yeah, also I cut off the dairy. I cut yes off the I did the dairy free for two months, but now I'm back the dairy. But all but the gluten is only a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So yeah, so I know if I eat too much, it will cause some problems. But only one dumplings, okay, two dumplings, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. At least you can get like rice noodles rather than egg noodles and Yeah. things like that, right? So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a process, isn't it? When you're when you're accustomed to eating certain types of food, and then and then that food is like not allowed anymore. <laughs> Yeah. it's it's a process. Yeah. I strongly recommend the gluten-free and dairy-free when Mm -hmm. you recover from the long COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah. After I did the, the gluten-free and uh, dairy-free and uh, two months, and my gut health like have a totally different. Yeah. Yes, good. And then through, through your long COVID experience so far, um, did you find uh, much resources and help online with the long COVID community online? Did that help at all? Well, not really. I, I like listen to your interviews with a lot of people. So I found the most important thing, like uh, calm down your nervous system. So like, this is the most important thing. There's no medication can cure the long COVID. Like the most important thing help me recovering is the yoga and the meditation Yes. and the breathing work. Yeah, yeah. Great. So no medication can, like, I don't think the antihistamines can cure the long COVID. I saw a lot of people say antihistamines are very, very helpful. And but for me, I, from my perspective, breathing work, yoga, meditations, they are yeah more helpful than the medications. Yes. Yes. Well, as you know from the podcast, that's definitely my my perspective on things. Were that um, regular meditation practice, calming down the nervous system, is so crucial um, to get out. Because I've so many people with chronic conditions, and you understand why because it's an awful experience. But like it, when you're stuck um, chronically ill, you can get in a cycle of thinking. And um, thinking, oh, like bad thoughts. I'm not going to put thoughts into people's minds, but like, but it can be um, like a cycle, can't it? Uh, the, the symptoms making you feel bad thoughts, and then the bad thoughts breeding, making the symptoms 
continue or worsen or whatever you want to describe it. Whereas if you try and stop that cycle with um, calming the body, with breath work, with meditation, calming the mind, reassuring the body that it's safe, then that can, I'm, I'm not saying it's a cure, <laughs> it's not a cure, but it can help to, to kind of calm the nervous system, put it into the parasympathetic breath and digest healing state rather than the sympathetic fight or flight I'm getting pursued by a tiger type type uh, feeling of adrenaline in the body and oh I'm I'm I'm, I'm actually overjoyed to hear that my podcast has helped somebody <laughs> with long COVID uh, do a bit better so that's yeah really really nice to hear and I and I'm yeah super happy <laughs> that, that I helped you in any way at all <laughs> Yeah, so like a very dark time, so you can't leave the home, and yeah. what do you, yeah. So you have the twenty hours. I know twenty hours, like, like except eight hours sleeping. So the rest time, what will you do? So for me, yeah, I don't want to like um. Yeah, I at that time I can't watch screen because what what screen will make my symptoms like heart palpitations, like nauseous flares up. So I only can do like listen. Yeah. So so I tapped the long code on podcast. So some programs, including your program come out. So like the whole day, I keep listening, keep listening, keep listening. I like to make me believe I can recover someday. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I'm not just saying that everybody, like, I do genuinely believe that everybody can recover, or at least get to a really good, stable place where they can live life how they wish to. And yeah, it's, it's an important message. And it's a message that when I started the podcast, I wasn't seeing much of online and in the community and things like that. So whereas I knew from from being in the first wave myself, I knew all these people that are no longer um, online um, talking about their symptoms because they have recovered. So I knew that like a lot of people had recovered, but they just weren't very vocal about it to to, like, to broadcast to the world <laughs> that, it had, that they had improved. Um, so great, thank you. And um, let's just talk about then, you're saying that yoga and meditation and breath work helped. Were there any particular kinds that you were doing that you found most helpful? Any, any particular kind um, of yoga or breathing that benefited? The breathing, I went to a local breathing video. So mm. she's very nice, taught me the like, before my, especially before my sleep, how to relax using the breathing work to relax my whole body. Yes. Like a full, like the square breathing work. Yes, box breathing. Yeah, it's like yeah. four, 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 four. Yes, yes. Four, four, four. Yeah, And the last nice. five minutes, I can calm down myself, especially the in, internal vibrations. Mm. Before, like before, I do the breathing work. I only can sleep two hours or three hours per night. Right. Yeah. And, and I learned. Yeah. Helped. It helped. And my, but still, I woke up two times like um, per night, but I can sleep nine or 
eight hours. But I woke up. I don't know what we woke up. Um, I still, I'm not totally recovered. I'm. I only can see I'm a seventy or eighty percentage pre-COVID myself mm. because of my yeah. sleep. Yeah, I don't know what woke me up at around one o'clock and four o'clock. Now it's no palpitations, but like a, like a circle at one o'clock I woke up, and yeah, like I don't know what. Woke me up, and I using the breath breathing work, and then make me sleep, make me back to sleep again. Yes. Yeah. So I think from my perspective, breathing works are very very helpful for me to regain my sleeping patterns. Good, and it is a form of meditation itself, isn't it? To focus on the breath, and then it calms down other thoughts in the mind mm -hmm. by focusing on one one place in the body doesn't have to be the breathing by the way it can be anything <laughs> to focus on but that's also a form of, of of mindfulness practice isn't it and um yeah I think that there's probably there's more than one reason why long COVID uh, sufferers have insomnia but it is very common to have insomnia and I did also experience um waking up many times in the night yeah. um and for me I think it was a little bit associated with the pots um, mm. I think my um, my body was just like completely dysregulated and um, didn't have uh, I've got the word <laughs> homeostasis. <laughs> I didn't have good homeostasis in the body, like even regulations. Of things. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'm sure everybody's different. You know, some people can't sleep because of of, of pain, because of um, uh, neurological pain or or whatever it is, and some people have yeah how palpitations like you were saying so yeah it's obviously again there's different different versions of this but some similarities mm -hmm. too so mm -hmm. um i'm really glad to hear that obviously you're is it 10 months 11 months into long covid i think okay. it's 11 months, 11 yeah, months and then yeah the next month and... is my wife one year anniversary <laughs> yeah which is uh, yeah it's, some, it's something in itself isn't it My, uh, anniversaries are definitely can be a challenge um, psychologically and things so i hope, yeah. I hope that's but now okay. i'm thinking <laughs> yeah i'm not like yeah now i'm having the long COVID. i'm thinking like um yeah yeah i can't change the past but i can i i believe i can recover yeah yes absolutely and believing you can recover and telling your telling yourself and telling your body that is is a huge is a huge thing a huge milestone and it's important for recovery funny enough <laughs> to believe it can happen um and actually you know like okay you're coming up on your one year anniversary but you're saying to me that you're you feel 70 to 80 percent back to normal which is actually really pretty good i think it sounds like things are going pretty good for you i'm glad yeah, I, I can do um 15 steps per day and do some running yeah right. um, yeah, right. do some, yeah. Like, paperwork yeah uh, yeah i can function quite normally like during the day but Still, I can't play sports. Mm. I can't like um. I mean, yeah, a lot. Uh, 
still some difference from my pre-COVID myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'll get it back. Yeah. Um, I, I recommend think... I recommend visualizing, like um, imagining in your mind doing the activity, doing the badminton or doing the race or whatever it is that you want to do in the future. Like to yeah. tell your body that you can, that, that it's that it's safe to do. I'm not saying do yeah. it if, if you don't feel ready, but like, but you can in your meditation practice you can you can experience yeah, yeah, yeah. imagining that you, happening. The first cardiologist, back to your badminton courts as soon as possible. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> ah, so. yeah, not, that's not great yeah. advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and you also said um in terms of um treatments and supplements and things that you tried, you mentioned about traditional Chinese medicine. Do you want to tell the listeners about that and how it helped? Oh, like I, it helped me. My palpitations really is really like it before my like what I don't know why my palpitations happened at night. So mm. every night, I had palpitations three or four times. So I can't sleep. So like also I have the bad insomnia, like I, like really hard to feel sleep. So I went to uh, like in Auckland we have the uh, like the Chinese medicine um not like a clinic. So she prescribed me some uh, traditional Chinese herb like tea. Yes. So I tried it. I have my heart palpitations, and uh, yeah, it's like like a stop from worsening and worsening. So. But it's like just um, but from my perspective, it's not as helpful as the yoga and the medita meditation and the breathing work. It's just right. like um, like help you like out of the heart palpitation because oh the heart palpitation is a really scary symptoms for me, but yes. that medicine can help me. Yes, yeah, I mean it's super scary. Um, mm. there's so many people that feel like oh am I having a heart attack or whatever right it's like a really horrible experience um, yeah. so I'm glad you found something that that helped quite yeah, frankly. Uh, and um, yeah I mean I have a lot of time um, well, <laughs> obviously for all uh, eastern um, modalities of, of healing but um, you know I, I did I also tried um, traditional Chinese medicine herbs and, and acupuncture uh, myself and I think there's a lot to be said for rather obviously in in western medicine we silo all the different body parts like there's the cardiologist there's a the neurologist there's this there's that and it's like it's in in these kind of conditions where it's like multi-system whole body yeah. conditions it's much better much wiser to take a more holistic approach and and um you know traditional chinese medicine does that right um, I mean, I'm, I'm not an expert by any means, but like, obviously, my understanding is is like balancing the yin and yang and things like that. Um, in, in their perspective, the body is like uh, one system. Yes. Like, yeah, it's like, um, um, but I, um, I don't think that traditional Chinese herbs can cure the long COVID. But you know now, no. China we in China now we have a lot of long COVID patients, so they have the traditional Chinese herbs, 
and they don't think it can cure the long COVID. The most important thing is to calm down your automatic nervous system. This is the most important thing for long yes, COVID. yes, yes. But in the Chinese, I would say that in the Chinese modalities, um, I think um, acupuncture and acupressure has the ability to help calm down the nervous yeah. system. Yeah, I think but, this oh, is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah, to do the regular practice, <laughs> but um, but that, I think that does a little. But yes, I uh, yeah, I could take a point. And also, um, spoiler alert to listeners: um, Chinese herbs are often really foul tasting, <laughs> like really bitter, and it's quite you're taking a tea also, and it's it, like horrible. Just it's very expensive, you know. It's very expensive, you know, like the Netherlands, you know, in New Zealand, it's free for our like residents, but the Chinese herb tea. Or three hundred New Zealand dollars for like one week to have the so wow. very expensive. So. Very expensive. And also, it must be cheaper like, in China, I imagine. <laughs> Surely, <laughs> is this yeah. the is this the import price <laughs> yeah, of, of the ingredients? And yeah. also, but you know, if I before I thought if I drink it, I can, I can totally recover. But I spend a thousand of dollars, and on it, it only can come down my heart palpitations it will make you more upset because you spend so much money so much yeah <laughs> yeah so get heart palpitations from the stress of the of the financial hit yeah the really? financial part you know yeah so yeah um, sure mm. yeah so at the last so oh, okay i give up it really helped my heart palpitations i'm um, thank thank you the chinese herb tea but i need to calm down my automatic nervous system this is the most important thing Yes, yes, I, I, I concur <laughs> with you. Um, okay, so, I mean, maybe you've um, said it in, in a way, but like, could you describe like how, how your life is now? Like, obviously you um, said that you can, can walk, fif how many, 15,000 steps, do you say, a day? Is that what you said? Yeah, I can do the hiking two hours, like no symptoms. Wow. That's great. That's really, yeah, you're clearly on the right path to recovering. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know a lot. I I had a lot of, what they call it, adjustment period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I, yeah, now I'm having my, like, it's not a crash. It's like, because I know I did too, too much. So I did two, like I did two hours, two and a half hours hiking. Wow. So I got my symptoms a little bit flared up. I can't sleep. Um, the day before yesterday, I can't sleep. But yeah, today, I yeah feels better. So hopefully tomorrow can back. I know it's a the pro the progress. It's not like increase, increase, increase. It's not yes. flat. Yeah, it's, it's not real... like we say. It's not linear progress. There's no. ups and downs in the recovery and process. And yeah. Yeah, but it's not like bad bond. It, I still yes. today I walked the ten thousand steps. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's a lot. I mean that's a lot. Um, there's more than some like fully healthy people <laughs> do. <right? laughs> 
<laughs> Obviously, you, you you have a different baseline because you were very active and sporting um, before you got COVID, right? So obviously, that's where you're coming from with this. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that, that's really positive, and you must be happy to go on such long walks and things like that. But I would I would urge caution that obviously, that in my mind, the key to recovery is um, to not push yourself too far, to not yeah. cause um, symptoms flares. The longer you go between flares of symptoms like whether you want to call it pre-social malaise or whatever crash or whatever but the longer you go um like stable between uh, like crashes um the, the more your body is healing the more that you are recovering um and then and then one day like i did you, like one day maybe you just like can't remember the last time um you last had a uh, um, a crash or post-social malaise and that's and that's when I realized <laughs> like oh I, I think I've recovered because <laughs> I can't even remember when it was <laughs> right but um yeah it, it sounds like you're well on the way and that's really that's really I'm really glad yeah but yeah so yeah but sometimes I still remember the time last year yeah when I was bad bond I yeah to yeah, use the podcast to set long COVID and your program came out and the, the whole day I listen to your program and crying and I can recover, I can recover. I can't imagine, yeah, like today, like I can fun like function like function quite normally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you've come a long way from that day where you found my podcast and it gave you some hope <laughs> and now and now you are telling your hopeful story <laughs> isn't that great <laughs> yeah, so... okay um i guess we'll we'll wrap up quite soon um is there anything you'd like to say to uh, the listeners with long covid anything you'd like to any words uh, of wisdom <laughs> on the subject yeah i would like to say the long covid is a quite debilitating illness and uh, but the most important thing you need to believe you can recover. It needs time. It's not one month. It's not two months. It may be used like half a year, a year to recover. The most important thing is not medication. And the like is the medicine can't cure the long COVID. It's yourself. It's like calm down your automatic nervous system and um, yoga but now I'm not doing yoga because I'm like walking outside and <laughs> yeah, yeah that's others. your activity yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah four months ago when I was bed bound I definitely used the yoga to like move my body but now it's uh, like I, I'm still doing the breathing work and the meditations but no yoga anymore but before the yoga if you're bed bound or like a host bound, the yoga is a very, very helpful program for you to recover. Yeah. Yes. Well, obviously, I think that way because that's what I do for work. <laughs> <laughs> so I help people with long COVID uh, do yoga and move and um, very carefully uh, stretch and strengthen the body. But, um, but I'm still, I'm like, a, yeah. Maybe I want to learn something about yoga deeply, but at that time it's just for the survival mode. And I, I know if I don't move, 
my like condition will worse and worse. So, but in the future, I think like yoga can become a part of my life. I like I'm thinking of if I'm really totally recovered, I think oh, very very competitive competitive sports maybe is not good for my health. I can do some gentle ones like slow running and the yoga, like、mm-hmm. to make my body like calm down. Not the very competitive sports to like make me very very stressful. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So you kind of like having had this experience, it's making you、uh, revisit the kind of、uh, degrees you were stressing your body through physical activity,、yeah. and, and yeah, <laughs> you might, might do a little less. <laughs> when you feel better, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, I mean, well, yoga is wonderful, and um, um, there's many different kinds of yoga and different, um, yeah, different expressions of yoga. Um, so you can definitely find what works for you, what what resonates for you. Yeah, we'll follow your Instagram to see some recommendations and.、Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm yeah, I'm on YouTube as well, and I have、uh, my on-demand courses、um, on Subkit. It's all in my. Link tree, long call yogi link tree. If anyone's interested,、um, but yeah, it's, it's in, there's a few videos from my classes on YouTube to try.、Oh, it's a live one, or it's like I have the replay one. It's replays. I do、oh. I do do live sessions,、um, but unfortunately, they're definitely not at a time that's New Zealand friendly. <laughs> Yeah, I think I, well, unless you get up really early, <laughs> I think I think、um, my my first day class is at five p.m. UK time, which I believe is like five a.m. New Zealand time, and I'm I'm just and I've started a Tuesday class on Insight time actually,、um, but that is like、um, like twelve thirty midday UK time, which would be twelve thirty a.m. New Zealand time, so yeah.、Um, I mean, maybe one day I can offer a class that would be Australian New Zealand friendly. <laughs> yeah, then, I, I'm aware that yeah, when people contact me about、uh, yoga and they're in Australia on on New Zealand, I I say, well, I've got some recordings <laughs> that I would recommend. <laughs> I strongly recommend the yoga for if you are bed bound or horse bound.、Yes. Don't do the sports like walking or slow running. And do the yoga because I was、yes. a bad bum, so the only thing I can stretch my body is the yoga. It can like move, like make my body to move. Yeah, so it's yes, really yes. Yes, yes. And there's so much there's so much yoga you can do fully lying down, and and that's、yeah. something that I teach in my classes that we don't do any standing poses at all, and we don't do any um like um we call them inversions where your head is Below your heart, like downward dog, we never do.、Um, it's too stressful for the body. So、um, there's so much yoga you can do、um, either on your back, which we call supine position, or on on your front, a prone position. You can do it totally in bed, or, or sitting up. There's there's loads of、um, sitting poses in yoga. And also, I would stress that yoga is very much not just、um, the physical practice, the asanas. That's just one aspect. Of many and and actually like like fifty percent of of the core components of yoga are all meditation based actually, and then、yeah. and, and the sanas are actually、um, helping your body to, to a state where it can relax and be at ease in order to practice meditation. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally、um, agree. Yeah, yoga, especially the bed bound period after yoga, about、uh, 
20 minutes or 15 minutes, I feel more relaxed. Yeah, so I totally agree that yeah. you got, yeah, make me more relaxed at my very, very dark time. <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad it was there for you and you found you found something that helped in the darkest mm. times. And I, I wish you continued healing. I'll, um, I'll watch with interest how you do, but I have a feeling that you might fully recover and, and, and soon <laughs> from the sounds of things. It sounds like you're doing really, really well. So congratulations yeah. for that. Hopefully three months, <laughs> four months, I can back to my totally yeah normal myself yeah 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 and also for listeners that are listening to this and thinking oh well jerry's like 11 months in i'm three years in or three and a half years in like i i actually know people online on twitter on instagram who are saying that they're making real gains and like managing to get to a place of 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 nearly recovered um at the three year plus mark so like uh, yeah definitely don't don't lose hope. It's possible at any at any duration of, of chronic illness to, to yeah. feel better. Yeah, I'm lucky enough in New Zealand because I know back like the other countries they have the long COVID patients. They suffered from two years and recovered. So this is a successful story. So encourage me to believe I can recover. So I'm very lucky. Yeah, so in New Zealand, so I can like watch the your experience and to help me to recover. But I feel very, uh, not feel very sorry for, yeah, but some long COVID patients at the very beginning, they don't know what, it, what the illness is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I like I, I'm thinking of many um, long haulers from the first wave or from earlier in the pandemic. Um, hope <laughs> that all of what we've um, learned through this time helps people who have caught COVID and long COVID more recently. Um, and also, let's not forget that that all long haulers are standing on the shoulders of um, all the people who've had chronic illnesses like MACFS, like fibromyalgia, like POTS for many decades before. Um, so there's, there's many lessons that we've learned from those communities, such as pacing, um, stop, rest, pace, and things like that. So great. Okay, well, thank you so much for joining me today, Jerry. It's been great to speak to you. Wish you all the yes. best. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Thank you for your time. Thank you what you have done for Long COVID community. Thank you for listening to the Long COVID Hope podcast today. We sincerely hope you've enjoyed listening and got something out of it. Please note we are not medical professionals and this does not constitute medical advice. Always speak to your doctor or medical prep practitioner before starting any new treatments, supplements or beginning a new exercise routine. You can learn about me, Sarah, the long haul yogi, via my Linktree, which is linktree.com forward slash long haul yogi. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at the same long haul yogi handle. I offer weekly yoga for long COVID sessions most Thursdays, which are online via Zoom and are completely open access and donation based. 
I also have an on-demand yoga series which you can purchase and tune into at your own time. I'm on YouTube, I'm on Insight Timer and I do some private classes as well. All of the Yoga for Long Covid series is incredibly gentle and focused on listening to your body and going at your own pace. Again, all of this good stuff can be found at linktree.com forward slash longhauljogi. If you'd like to make a donation in support of this podcast, you can find the link to buy me a chai on Linktree as well. Thank you in advance for any donations. They're gratefully received and really do help me to build on and improve this podcast. Lastly, I wanted to say to you, wherever you are in your long COVID or chronic health journey, know that things can improve. Keep the hope alive. Speak to you next time.